1: This episode of the Sharon Tapes was made possible by our supporters on Seed and Spark Griff, Esther Jacobitz, Sooks. And British Scoggins. If you'd like to support the show as well, please go to patreon.com/slash homestead corner. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to ad-free versions of episodes, a special behind-the-scenes podcast, and patron-only AMA live streams. Before we get started, this episode contains multiple character deaths, elements of police violence, strong elements of pyrophobia and the uncanny, unreality, existential dread, coughing and choking sound effects, and loud noises including screams and explosions. Content warnings and a full transcript are available in the show notes.
2: Personal log, Daniela Miriam Caldwell, 4.14 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, February 10th, 2020. The following is not recorded as part of my duties as Director of Experimental Projects, and as such may not be used in whole or in part by ISFA or any affiliated individuals or organizations, present or future. I haven't had a chance to record one of these since, well, since before Merrowether collapsed. I just haven't had a moment to myself, not between coordinating rescue efforts and setting up this observation post. It's funny how quickly I pushed us to get here. The moment we secured the ruin and had everyone accounted for, I requisitioned the prefabs and moved all essential personnel to Oslo... Everyone who was still alive, that is. Should I have taken more time to mourn them? To feel that loss? Meriwether, it was my home for more than a year. I can't deny that seeing the ruins every day was unpleasant. Unpleasant. Maybe that's why I rushed over here so quickly, once I realized what Ren was up to. I didn't want that reminder of my failures. I was so sure we dealt with the Ouroboros, so certain that Meriwether was safe. And I didn't notice the threat until it was too late. I've always held on to that certainty. I had to, in this job. You have to ground yourself in that certainty just to keep going. Certainty that you're sane, that you're doing the right thing, and that the mission comes before everything else. But that certainty has never been as strong in the quiet moments. And now, Ren has all but officially resigned from their position. Morrison is... uh, I don't even know. Isn't that strange? We spent nearly a year monitoring him, and I can't even say for certain what's happened to him. And Meriwether's gone. Decades of research and so much potential just... Erased. Rubble and ash. I guess that's one thing I can still be certain of. Entropy always wins. Sometimes sooner than anticipated. I shouldn't be so blasé about it. It wasn't Entropy that killed those people. Entropy wasn't the reason most of them are out of a job now. I fought to move as many of them over to this observation post as I could, but... I could only justify so much reallocation before the board shut me down completely. And that's down to me. Deciding to abandon ship and save lives. It was the right call, ultimately. But I can't help thinking about how many of them had family to support, too. I've been in contact with the hospital. And my accountant. I've barely spent a cent on myself in the last five years, and she estimates what I have saved up already will be more than enough to pay for my parents' care. At least for as long as the doctors say they have left. No matter what happens to me, they will be taken care of. But I have to wonder how many Meriwether staff members weren't so well prepared. I've heard... A lot of people over the years. I'm not blind to that fact, nor am I slightly comfortable with it. But I've always been able to justify it, compartmentalize it as part of my job, a necessary compromise for the good of all humanity. But no matter how much I tell myself that, this isn't a humanitarian organization. We're a research institute, and the data we've gathered at the expense of those people's suffering has made ISFA's shareholders millions. That's why the board funds these projects. Sure, they don't want the world to end either. That would be bad for stock prices. But even if the reasons I was out here were purely noble, purely to save the world from destruction... Who decided that was my responsibility in the first place? I've been thinking a lot about Ren's comment about my god complex. It's put me in a strange headspace. I, I don't think I have a god complex, per se. I'm far too aware of my own flaws to ever think that I'm above reproach. And yet, I've been put in a position where I answer to almost no one, surrounded by scientists and technicians all ready to ask how high the moment I tell them to jump. I've taken it upon myself to make unilateral life and death decisions, not just for the people I work with, but for all of humanity. Everyone except myself. I used to be more willing to put my money where my mouth is, so to speak. I've led field missions into the fire ever since I joined experimental projects, and I always walked away unharmed. But Babiagora was... It was closer than I, I like to admit. I never told anyone, but I almost got caught in that avalanche. It was pure luck that I found a cave to shelter in and... And even more so that it wasn't the one Craig found. And his death. We weren't close, but it still shook me. It was a horrible way to go, and he didn't deserve that. But all I could think about as we went through quarantine and debrief was how easily it could have been me, taken over by the fungus and turned into... something else. To lose myself to the things I've been seeking out for years. It's not death I'm scared of. Not really. I don't want to die, of course. But I refuse to be scared of dying. Once my body ceases to function, I know that I'm just... Gone. I won't even be aware that I'm dead. There won't be a me to be aware of it. But the future, that's what I'm having trouble letting go of, it seems, if it came down to it, if my only choices were laying down my life for the greater good or allowing others to continue suffering, could I make that call? Could I give up my own life, my own ability to change the world for the better? I really don't know if I could. I don't think anyone really does. Not until the moment arrives. I'd like to think I would, but... (laughs) To every man upon this earth, death cometh, soon or late, and how can man die better? End of personal log.
3: Podcast Network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere.
4: What the hell is that? Has anyone hurt? Look at the size of that thing. All Stations, tell me what you see. There's nothing on any of the scopes, sir. But it could be a technical look issue. At the scopes, just look at it! It's a... It looks like Oslo, but something's wrong. Yeah, no shit, there's a fucking
5: pyramid in the middle of it.
4: Please limit the color commentary seismography.
5: They're right, though. There's some kind of large structure in the center of the city. Possibly a ziggurat. I'm seeing walls and
4: guard towers too, sir. This really doesn't look like any of the picture of Oslo we have. Imaging, are we picking up anything? Negative coordination. No visual on camera, spectrograph, or x-ray. Just a fuzzy black spot in the middle of the image. Some hazing around the edges, but nothing I can positively identify. But I can see it! It's right fucking there! I'm patching in Director Caldwell's office. Director. I hear you, Joshua. What's going on? Dr. Caldwell. It appears Oswald has re-immersed into normal space-time. But it's...
2: different somehow. Understood. All control personnel remain at your post and continue observations. Security lock down all entrances and exits. I don't want anything getting in or out without my say-so. Roger that, Director. I'm on my way.
4: Stand by. Security station, sound off. North entrance, secure. East entrance, secure. South entrance, buttoned up tight. West entrance, secure. Facility is secure, sir. All stations, stay on your toes and watch your six. Good luck.
2: Caldwell to observation. Unseal door one. Status?
6: Unchanged, Director Caldwell. We're still receiving no usable data from the anomaly. Seismography detected a short burst of Rayleigh waves, but it barely registered at 1.6.
7: Still nothing
2: on any of the cameras?
7: No, sir. I'm running a full-spectrum analysis, and I'm still getting nothing. It's almost like it's being... (sighs) censored, somehow.
2: And yet we can all see it. Hmm. What have you done, Ren? Did you say something, Director? Nothing. It's nothing. Security team, report in. All stations, sound
4: off. All clear. All clear. All clear, Chief. All clear as well, sir. Facility is secure. Still recommend all personnel remain at their stations until we know more.
2: Agreed. We're not going anywhere. Not until we figure this out.
7: Where's drone control? Uh, right here, sir. Can you send something up to get a closer look? Um, I should be able to. It might just be difficult figuring out a flight path if the onboard camera still doesn't pick anything up, but... I I can get it... Just get it done. Okay, um... Quadcopter 1 is in the air. I have picture. On monitor 1. No no change, Director. Um... The image is still negative?
2: Move in closer. I want to see if the effect holds. Roger that. Imaging. Is that hazing I'm seeing consistent with the spectrographic images you talk about? <laughs>
7: What happened? I, uh... the... the drone... is offline, sir. It, uh... something hit it.
2: What do you mean, something? Did you
7: see it? I... I... I think I did, sir. Well? It looked like some kind of, uh... hand? Excuse
2: me for a moment. Caldwell. The doctor Caldwell. So sorry for calling you unannounced. This is Dr. Kumar from the Gravity Observatory. Keep it brief, doctor. We're dealing with a bit of a situation here. Sir, we just picked up a massive spike on our laser interferometer. We're
4: all called with LIGO to see if it was a glitch, but so far, it seems to be an accurate
7: reading. And? Dr. Caldwell, we're detecting a large spike in gravitational waves seemingly originating from a terrestrial source. Wherever
2: they're coming from, it's close. Dr. Kumar, there's something unusual happening at Observation Post Ganymede. Could the two be connected somehow? Hello? Hello, Dr. Kumar? Can you hear me? (laughs) I need to borrow a cell phone. Does anyone have reception in here?
6: Yeah, uh... Oh. Um, no. Uh, no. 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 The landline is dead, too, Dr. Caldwell. I'm not even getting dial tone. (sighs) Looks like our internet connection is
4: cut off, too. I can only connect to the internal server.
2: Caldwell to security. Anyone have eyes on the transmission array?
4: Copy that, Director. I've got a visual. It looks like it's still intact.
2: Something must be interfering with the signal, then. Are there any local radio stations we've been able to pick up from here? Um I've been able to get the classical station from Arrowhead occasionally. Try to tune into that. Then run a full sweep of AM and FM frequencies. We need to know if we're not completely cut off.
6: Got it. Uh, negative on FM, checking AM.
4: Security to observation. Come in observation.
2: Go ahead, security.
4: Director Caldwell, we have a situation at the south entrance. We found a body.
2: Can you identify it?
4: It's Michael, sir. He was posted down here.
2: How did he die?
4: Sir, it, it, it seems he was... To death. I uh, <gasps> came from the west entrance.
2: Chief Thomason, gather up everyone you can find and report to Central Observation. I don't want anyone else getting picked off.
4: Uh, understood, sir. All hands, code red. Abandon your stations and gather everyone you can on your way to central observation. Copy that, sir. I- I'm I'm on my way. Roger, we'll go, Chief.
2: Steven, we need to get word out to ISFA HQ now. They need to
6: know what's happening. I've been trying to raise them on shortwave, but I can't get a response. Satellite and cell communication are still down.
2: Whatever's happening and also, it must be interfering with the signal somehow. What about the high gain antenna?
6: There aren't any receiving stations in visual range, sir. Closest one
2: is in California. That's not what I'm suggesting. Could you tune into NASA's Deep Space Network and bounce a signal off one of their lunar satellites?
6: strong enough directional signal might be able to cut through this interference, but NASA probably wouldn't be too happy about us hijacking their network for private communications.
2: Inter-Arma Enem Silent Leges, we need to
6: warn them now. Understood, sir. Steven. Mayday. Mayday, mayday, this is ISFA Observation Post Ganymede, transmitting in the blind. We are under attack by forces unknown and seeking immediate assistance in the Churchill County area. Mayday, 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 is anyone receiving? Get a response through the deep space network because it's different. Anytime, we
8: shall all know Do you think you can so easily ignore the voice of your Messiah? Your God King incarnate, returned from perdition? All voices shall one day rise. Your chorus, the Lord of Moslem, the Lord of the Earth, the Lord of all Earths and heavens.
2: Whoever this is, if you can hear me, then you should know you won't be able to block our communications forever. This room is full of the most gifted technicians and engineers alive today, with access to some of the most advanced communication equipment and scientific instruments on the planet. We will find a way to reach our organization. And when we do, they'll send every law enforcement agency in the state. Here to deal with you.
4: Dr. Caldwell, can you hear me now?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Roger. Whoever's attacking us piggybacked your frequency. Uh,
4: uh, I didn't hear anything. Uh, I've been trying to reach you for the last few minutes. What's wrong? Uh, we're. I tried to find as many of us as I could but whatever this thing is, it keeps picking us off one by one the moment we're alone. I've gathered as many of us as I can find in one of the supply caches, but I don't know
2: if- All of you, get to Central Observation as quickly as possible. I'll be standing by to open the door as soon as you get here. Don't stop for anything or anyone else. Understood.
4: Copy that, sir. Moving out now. ETA 30 seconds.
2: Medic, prepare to receive survivors. They may be injured. Already on it, Director. Coordinator, clear your workstation. We may need additional space for patients. Understood, Director. I have a visual. Four survivors, one with burn injuries and one limping. Medic, stand by (gasps)
6: Orders, director.
2: The observation post is compromised. We need to get word out to Isfa and warn them about Oslo. Nothing has changed.
4: Nothing has changed.
6: The entire security team is fucking dead.
9: What's your tone seismography?
6: My name is Kirsty, you bureaucratic wanker, and I'm. I'm not just going to sit here and wait for whatever's out there to kill us all!
2: Central observation has not been breached, Kirsty. There is only one way in or out of this room, and no one is opening that door from the outside. If you leave now, you'll be exposing all of us to even greater danger. Shit. Coordinator, make sure that door remains locked tight until I give the order to evacuate.
9: Of course, Director Caldwell.
7: Drone Control, does anything in our fleet have automated guidance? Uh, some of the high-altitude birds have GPS capabilities, but with the level of interference we're dealing with- I don't think that will really then work. point it I... south
2: and tell it to fly away from Oslo until it gets a signal. If we load it with our most recent communication logs, it may be able to reach the ISFA field station
7: in Death Valley on its own. Uh, understood, Dr. Caldwell. I'll, uh, I'll see if the onboard drives can handle that kind of uplink. Do it.
2: Broad-spectrum EMF interference to into encrypted communications, terrestrial gravity waves. Seismography, has anything else showed up on the sensors after that initial rumble? Seismography, this is no time to... <gasps> Shit! Where did it go? I
6: swear, I, I just want to see what happened.
2: Everyone get in a circle between the workstations. Do not take your eyes off the people across from you for any reason. Dr. Caldwell? What the hell is going on? Whatever was out there is in here now, and I'm not letting it pick off anyone else. Circle. Now.
3: Dr. Caldwell, we can't just stay like this forever! We have to- We won't.
2: We're going to establish a baseline of safety before we make our next move.
3: Whatever that is.
2: Now keep your eyes on the people across from you and don't look away unless I tell you to.
8: Touch. Watchers in the dark. You see us without sight. Turning your back.
2: Ignore that. Do not turn around. Do not look out the window.
8: Stephen,
2: can you turn that off without looking already on it? Directly.
8: You're here to watch. Now you have turned your gaze inward upon yourselves. Unaware of the dagger that is already there.
2: (sighs) Much better. Now. Coordinator, why are you looking at me like that?
9: You know, it's funny. You keep calling me that. I thought that of all people, you might be the one to see through the lie.
2: What are you, what are you, what are you doing?
9: It's very simple, Dr. Caldwell. I am reminding you and your employees of your place in my new world.
2: Marson. Everyone get away from the coordinator, now! Dr.
10: Caldwell, are you okay?
2: What's going on? Get away from... Oh my god.
5: Holy shit. Where did they go?
2: They were right next to me.
5: Where's coordinator Holt?
2: Gone, along with Dante and Athena. Did someone grab them? I didn't even see anyone come into the room. No, of course you didn't see anything, because there was nothing to see. Coordinator Holt has been dead since the security team was killed. Maybe even before. Then who was... It was Morrison, Stephen. He replaced the coordinator to... I don't know what, besides toy with us.
5: Then... What do we do, Dr. Caldwell? Live to
2: fight another day.
5: Again. Everyone,
2: we're going to make a beeline for the garage and load it to one of the personnel transports. Pick a partner and keep one hand on their shoulder at all times. Do not let yourself get separated from the group, no matter what happens. We are all getting out of here alive. Understood? Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Jenna, prepare to unseal door one. Copy that, director. As soon as that door is open, we move. Do not stop for anything unless I tell you to. All right, on me. Shit! I've got the power. This changes nothing. Flashlights, everyone. Keep them moving. I don't want us to get blindsided.
6: Ready, doctor.
2: Let's move.
7: Watch your step up ahead. Why? What's... Oh, fuck.
5: Permission to look for survivors, Director.
2: No, they're all dead.
5: We don't know that for sure. Some of them might be- We can't
2: risk the delay. Keep moving. Hold up. What's wrong? Does anyone else hear that?
7: What the hell is
6: that? C- could it be another survivor trying to get our attention? It's getting closer.
5: Nicholas, stay with the group. Don't go. Ah,
6: ah, ah! Shit! What, what happened to them? Did anyone see? They're
5: just gone. Something grabbed them, and they're just gone.
2: flashlight's on that
7: noise. Now. Is that a police officer? Maybe someone heard our messages and called for help me. Maybe they're here to get us out. No. That's not a police officer. How do you know? Look at
5: its head. <gasps> oh. It's...
2: Where, where is its face? Fall back. We need to get to the generator room. What good will that do? There's an emergency exit near to the backup generator. We may be able to sneak around to the garage from there. Jenna.
5: I know the way. Follow me. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Turn left. Down this way.
6: Shit! There's another one.
5: Hurry! This way! Oh fuck this! I'm not dying here! B, get back here. Don't... Ah. Shit!
2: Are they... Dead. Whatever you do, don't let these things get close enough to use their batons.
5: Christ, Caldwell! Would it kill you to show a little humanity for once? Not until
2: we get out of here. Now keep moving or it won't be these officers you need to worry about. Move.
5: Uh, How far? Just past this last corner. We're almost there.
10: (laughs) Oh, shit.
5: We're trapped. Not yet, we're not... Keep going. This extinguisher won't last long. You need to get the door open. Come on. Here.
2: This crank works the manual override. We need to get it open.
5: Steven! Help! Jenna! Jenna, come on! Keep cranking. We need to help her. Those things are gonna... No!
2: Steven, wait. (laughs) I thought I could. bottom of the fuel tank no wonder it didn't switch on when the primaries failed they left the fuel itself alone 20 barrels of gasoline for a generator that doesn't work brilliant doesn't matter just need to get out through the gone how can it be don't ask how just accept it the door is gone there is no emergency exit anymore whatever morrison is now he can change things like he made joshua disappear and now i'm trapped in here with him All right. Don't focus on what's missing. Focus on what you have. A broken generator. Not much help, unless Morrison leaves me alone long enough to build something out of it. One cell phone with no signal and a flashlight that is rapidly running out of battery. One old Zippo lighter. I guess I shouldn't have given Ren so much shit about his newfound smoking habit. Not like I could light up in here, even if I had a cigarette, not with all the gas. (sighs) Morrison! Edgar Morrison, I know you can hear me. Show yourself. Or is the God King too scared to face one of his subjects?
9: Not scared at all, Caldwell. Just. patient.
2: We have that in common then.
9: <laughs> oh, I think we have a lot more in common than that, Dana. And you don't have to pretend you're not afraid anymore. We both know better than that.
2: Fine. Yes, I'm terrified. I have no idea what you've turned yourself into, or how you've done it, but it scares the living shit out of me. But you know what else I am, Morrison?
9: What are you?
2: Pissed off. (laughs) You killed my entire team. Everyone in this facility. Everyone I was supposed to keep safe. Everyone who trusted me with their lives. And you are going to pay for that.
9: Oh, come now, Dana. I'm far beyond your ability to hurt me
2: now. Wrong. I'm the one you can't hurt any longer.
9: Don't be so sure. You think you've suffered just because I killed your team? No. That was just the prelude.
2: Prelude to what?
9: The example I will make of Isfa. Of you. There will be no pretenders to the throne, no rival powers within my realm. And I will make sure the Source itself cries out that warning to all who
2: hear it. No. No? You're going to kill me? So what? I've already accepted that. I'm not afraid of death. You've got nothing to threaten me with.
9: I said nothing about death, Dana. Not yet, at least. You know, I've never been much of a history buff, but you have to admire the Romans. They maintained peace across their entire empire for nearly 200 years. And all it took was the brutality of crucifixion to make it stick.
2: No, Morrison, that's not where my story ends. You've already taken everything that you could from me. But now, it's my turn.
9: So, fire then.
2: It seemed to work well enough for you. One spark and all the gas in this room goes up. This whole place becomes a funeral pyre for the both of us. Unless... Unless you go back to your city and stay there. Leave this facility in peace. Let us bury our dead.
9: You're bluffing. (laughs) Am I? You would never give up your own life like this. You're too much like me, Dana. You've got too much to live for.
2: Death isn't something I can run away from. Not forever. And neither can you. And how can man die better? than facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods. Dana,
9: Dana, don't.
1: Sharon Tapes, episode 89, in Yon Straight Path. Starring Chris Allison as Dana Caldwell, Kirsty Wolven as Seismography, Athena Lee as Imaging, Jenna Rose as medic, Dante Majors as Sensors, Josh Beard as Coordination, BNR as drone Controls, Steven Intersano as Communications, Mike Lebeau as Security, Mihai Matei as North Guard, Marnie Warner as East Guard, Michael McHugh as South Guard, Michael Michigan as West Guard, Nicholas Ewan as IT, Mike Kennedy as Edgar Morrison, Sneha Kumar as Lab Tech, and Adrian Gibbs as Adrian Briggs, with original music by Jesse Hagen. Written by Van Winkle, directed by Madeline Regina, and produced by Virginia Spots with dialogue editing and sound design by Van Winkle. Visit TheSharonTapes.com to view additional content, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and connect with us on Twitter at sharontapes and on Instagram at TheSharonTapes. I'm Van Winkle.
0: And I'm Virginia. This
1: is Homestead on the Corner.
0: And you're listening to...
5: The Sheridan Tapes. See ya.